When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. It's Monday the 17th of July. Yes, I'm back. You're watching Breakfast with me, Julia Hartley-Brewer, on top. Big thanks to David Bull uh, for stepping into the breach while I was away last week. Uh, coming up, the Prime Minister has pledged to crack down on rip-off degrees that don't lead to graduate jobs in a bid to protect students and taxpayers. Meanwhile, homeowners are living on negative budgets and can't meet basic costs because of rapidly increasing interest rates. That's according to Citizens Advice. And a heatwave is set to hit Europe this week with temperatures to soar past 40 degrees in some regions, prompting a warning for school holiday travellers. Time is 6.33. This is Talk Breakfast. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Um, Yeah, if you were enjoying the heat way we've had in Britain in the last few days, I mean, I've never seen so much rain and wind. We thought the trees were going to come down in the garden, but no, uh, heat wave uh, hitting much of Europe. An awful lot of people off on their holidays uh, uh, coming up at the end of this week with, of course, schools breaking up on Thursday, Friday. So, uh, well, you know, take some sun cream and a hat and a bottle of water. You'll probably survive 
fingers crossed anyway. James Hill, certainly one of those hoping to survive the, the heat wave, a political correspondent at The Spectator. He's joining me this morning. Good morning to you. Morning, Julia. Thank you very much indeed for joining me. Um, I have to say, I mean, I didn't miss much last week. Uh, every conversation seemed to be about a BBC presenter, which is often the case these days. Yes, uh, it seems to be that the corporation, every time it seems to be sort of pulling itself up again, gets mired again in scandal. So really, it was all about that. And I think that's probably a testament to the bit of a vacuum there is in Westminster at the moment. Well, there is that, isn't there? It's, I mean, what I find extraordinary is uh, coming back to work today, uh, we've got this comprehensive and progressive agreement for the Trans-Pacific Partnership, CPTPP. Who comes up with I mean, these people should all be sacked on the spot for these things. Trans-Pacific Partnership. It's a trade deal, guys. It's a trade deal. It's people, people around the Pacific and us. I'm, I'm not... Look, geography ain't my, mm. my main thing. James, I'm going to be honest with you, but I'm going to go, we're not in the Pacific. No, I was going to tell you that. But all, as I would say, we were saying earlier, geography-wise, I think we're as close to Canada as Canada is to Australia. So, uh, you know, the globe can be a bit deceptive. And That's you know, a great bit of analysis. Well, this is what we pay him the big bucks for, folks. <laughs> this is why we've got him in. But we've got, that, we've got the junior, junior doctors' strike. They're on their fifth day of a strike. We've got the consultant strike coming yeah. up on Thursday. None of this makes it on the front pages today, no. which, which is extraordinary. But the big story this morning, um, in terms of a government story, Story. And my goodness, I think they knew there was a, uh, a some sort of big gap that needed to be filled. Oh, was this story? It's in the front of the email and the Telegraph clearly being pushed out. PM vows to curb rip-off degrees. Uh, this is a crackdown on rip-off university degrees, limiting the number of students who can actually be enrolled on courses for, for which basically either a very high dropout rate. In some courses, looking at a third of students dropping out. So they've got the debt. They're never going to be able to pay off the debt. And they're not going to get a graduate job as a result. And even those who do actually um, uh, finish the degree um, often end up uh, with a, a job that does not require a degree. Um, I mean, I I'm all for this. Yeah, completely. And I think that uh, people will be asking, why hasn't sooner action been taken on it? Um, you know, I would say, oh, well, who, just clarify, who's been in government for the last 13 years? Let me, <laughs> let me, wait a minute, out. let me let me just, I'm going to look, this is Wikipedia, <laughs> is my friend. Oh, you won't need I'm... a degree to find that one out, I don't think. But every, um, time, every time the government announces something like this, I always just think, well, where were you the last 13 years? Yeah. We've been talking about this stuff mm. for years. Completely. And what's so telling, I think, is that, you know, the, the research done by the Office for Students has found that, uh, what was the, the killer line, nearly three in 10 graduates do not progress into highly skilled jobs or further study 15 months after graduating. Yeah. So you're getting, the average debt is £45,000 for what? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, I Look, I went to university when they paid you to go. I was wow. not, I was a, look, look, he's so young. He's so young. I've seen days. Not only, not, not only did I not have fees, I was given a means-tested full maintenance grant. <laughs> I had to pay for the privilege and yeah. uh, I've been paying that for a while. <laughs> Listen, and, and here you are sitting with me on a Monday morning. How's that working out for <laughs> you, Mr. Hill? Worth every penny, Julia. <laughs> but this is the thing. It, it's look, A lot fewer people went to university yeah. in my day. I mean, certainly my parents did. I think it was about sort of 8% or something, yeah. but certainly a lot fewer. And then when Tony Blair came in, his big thing was everyone should go to university. He wanted 50% of young people to be in university. The whole idea of this was not that everyone was capable of going to university. It was that you got them off uh, the joblessness rolls. I mean, that's this was a, this was a cunning little scam to get people off the off benefits. Um, the funny thing is, of course, you know, people get into big debt. Most students don't pay off all of their university no. debt. It's now at a huge interest rate. I mean, mortgage owners would dream uh, of, of, of uh, having these interest rates. Um, but, but it's and, and a lot of young people are walking away with degrees. And I, I've had this conversation with a number of young people who've got, frankly, ideas above their station. Mm. Um, the oh, I've got a media studies. I've got a two-two from you know Met London Metropolitan University. Well, with all, with all you know, with all due respect, mm. you know, you, 
why do you think you're too good to do, a, I don't know, a job as a waiter or a barista? Because it doesn't qualify you for anything. Completely. And there's examples cited in all the papers today, for instance, how uh, the expected salary five years after doing um, a master's in creative writing at Bolton, for instance, oh, is less God. than £18,500 a year. So, I mean, really, is are you better off doing that for five years after graduating? I mean, there is. And I'm thinking this this idea, you know, having a having a you know proper university graduate level job after 15 months. I don't think I did after university mm. that quickly. It took me a couple of years to get my act together, and I was on nine grand on my local paper when I did eventually. So I think it does depend. But also there is there is learning for learning's sake. Yeah. I I quite like that we've got a load of people who know about medieval tapestries. I don't want to know about medieval tapestries, but if some people do. People learn, knowing about stuff is generally a good thing, I think. Um, but but the key thing is, realistically, how much debt should you be in? Yes. And, um, and, 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 and a lot of the degrees we're talking about are degrees which, they're not three-year degrees. They should be apprenticeships. Yeah. They should be, um, you know, a year-long course max. Yes, and there's also trade-offs. And I think giving young people the information about that is so important by saying, look, you've also got apprenticeships. Yeah. You know, frankly, also, if you want to learn, there's a whole world of more accessible information yeah. out there which wasn't there, you know, 20, 30 years ago with online courses, web. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Quite, you'll catch on. And it, all these things, you know, if you want to learn about medieval tapestry, Julia, in your your fre- your infrequent uh, free time, um, I mean, all these th- different things are, are available. And as you say, like, it's that between £45,000 of average debt and actually, do you going to have the skills needed to yeah. make yourself employable in the wider But also, world? you've got to remember, that, you know, the, the loan system for students is... I'm surprised it didn't put people off going to university. Yeah. That 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 surprised me. But if it didn't, it didn't. I, mean, I don't want to go down the American system. People have huge debt. In your average university fee for in in most of Europe is sort of you know in the in the small hundreds, not, certainly not in the high thousands. Um, but it is a rip off, and and mm. and it's a rip off for the students and for the taxpayer because the vast majority of people don't pay it back. Right. By the way, EU students never pay it back because we, we've got no way of getting the money back off them. Um, but we are looking at future taxpayers paying all these costs. I mean, it, it's an absolute joke. It is. And also, all the money is based on a complete house of cards because people are saying, oh, yeah. well, half the money will never be paid back. So all those kind of assumptions, the debts taken out, the loans, yeah. big buildings and universities, they're building it on a house of sand. And frankly, yeah. it's a ticking time bomb. And we're waiting for those university towns, those less prestigious ones, to blow up at some point, yeah. which will happen later this decade. Absolutely. Um, well, let's come back to the CPTPP. Um, you know, yeah, you'd have to, you have to get a degree to be able to come up with the names of these things. The Comprehensive Progressive Agreement for the Trans-Pacific Partnership. This trade deal signed by uh, Kemi Bejenok, mm. the uh, trade, uh, International Trade Secretary. Um, it involves, um, you know, crucially, Japan, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, Mexico, Malaysia, many other countries. China had wanted to join. There's lots of talk for recent years of the US uh, looking to join as well. Um, he's claimed some of the papers yesterday, $12 trillion dollar, uh, benefit. Look, it's not that. Obviously. It's, no. a, it's a tiny, tiny percentage increase in any in 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 trade benefits that we've got. But the key thing is, as trade deals are very rarely about the benefit you get now. They're mm. about the benefit in the future. And the message this sends about global Britain, isn't it? Yes, and it's a statement of intent. It's obviously a long-term thing. We're talking decades here, not just years. And it's also about the direction of travel, which is that, you know, the Asian economies are the ones that are growing and also forming, basically, which is going to be the key diplomatic block of the next 30 years, which is anti-China, frankly. So yeah. us and Australia would keep out China from that. And, you know, potentially there's a way which you can have a sort of backdoor to US trade route, which is that America joins CPTPP. Uh, at that point, we're obviously a member. It's much less scary than a kind of big bang Donald Trump free trade deal that we saw dominate 
resonate with chlorinated chicken headlines for the past five years. Yeah, exa- exactly. And, and this is the thing. You also don't need to have trade deals no. to be able to trade with countries. Our, our biggest single country of trading is America. We don't have a trade deal with America. The crucial thing about being inside the EU is, A, the EU takes thousands of years to sign any trade deal, on average seven years, but even as a starting point, whereas, you know, we, we don't take that long to sign trade. No country takes that long to sign trade. It's, it's Europe because you've got all those different factions, different, not even just different countries, different, was it the Walloons who, yeah. who, who stopped one trade deal going ahead? Um, I think the Canada one for, for many years. Um, but crucially, the point is people forget, oh, but we want free trade within the EU. Free trade within the EU is a customs union requiring you not to have free trade outside of the EU. We have to impose tariffs on countries uh, we're trading with outside the EU. This is the whole point. I don't know why people don't get this. This is a protectionist racket, effectively. Um, And and once outside, we can choose not to do that. And by the way, since we have left the EU, our trade with other countries has gone up. Our trade with the EU has gone Mm. up in value. Yes, and I mean, this is the whole point on the protectionist club element of it, was that this is one of the reasons why, for instance, James Cleverly, uh, a man whose family from Sierra Leone, came out for for leave, which was that I want to allow, you know, I want to be able to trade with poor African countries and potentially have a better deal for Brits as well. And that's the whole point here, is that actually it was a bunch of Europeans coming together, clubbed together for their own self-interest rather than kind of, this kind of this is what always gets me slightly down about the kind of progressive argument put forward by certain Remainers, which is that somehow it's some sort of virtuous kind of you know great European ideal. Actually, no, it was done of pure self-interest to ever stop a global it, conflict. It was basically again. Cha- it was basically a protection group for for Spanish and French farmers and fishermen yeah. and uh, and German uh, industry. That's yeah. basically what it's set up for. Pretty much no one else benefits unless they've been given the largesse of uh, yeah. of being one of the poorer countries. And once you're no longer one of the poorer countries, it's quite a bad deal. Well, com- yeah, completely. And that's why, you know, things like CPTPP, they're not going to be the big game changers. No. They're not going to be sort of overnight you know, silver bullets, etc. But it's a whole point about kind of reorientating Britain mm. yeah. towards the Indo-Pacific yeah. tilt. And bearing in mind that we are still, as a single European nation, not EU, but European nation, we are still the largest by a long way recipient of outward, of sort of inward investment from, uh, from around the globe. Because, yeah, funnily enough, Brexit didn't didn't actually ruin our economy. Our economy's grown at a higher rate than most European countries since uh, since leaving the EU as well. All these small facts. I shall proudly be standing with my British passport <laughs> in a very long queue at the airport at this summer, but I do it knowing it was still worth it. If they want to punish us for voting for a democratically accountable government, that no matter how bad they are, at least we get to kick them out when they are that bad and replace them with a government that's even worse, which is what the country is planning to do next year. But at least it's our choice. 6.44 is the time. We'll look at the front pages in a moment. This is Talk Breakfast. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.